2: The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Today's Rachel Maddow Show Award for Headline Excellence goes to Bob Seska. The Bob Seska Show.
1: From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, February 2, 2023, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 743 of the Biden-Harris administration, 642 days until the twenty four presidential election. You can find me on Instagram, the Bob Seska, Twitter, Bob Seska underscore go, spoutable, just Bob Seska Not the word just It's at Bob Seska that's, God, I totally screwed that up <laughs> Just go to Spoutable and search for me See, that's what happens when I add a new social media platform to my uh, agenda here Also, Patreon, showcom And here comes the Goth Ninja Yeah, it is Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast Patreon.com slash From the Bunker Also, the Stephanie Miller Show, stephaniemiller.com. What am I forgetting? I don't think I'm forgetting anything. It's one one of those shows where I started the show and I feel like, did I forget something today?
0: Well, I have a Patreon page.
1: Yes, I just mentioned that. (laughs) Patreon.com. I forgot to
3: put on a belt, actually, and I just realized it. And it's going to drive me nuts for the rest of the show. I may have to go into the other room and put on a belt.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, you can go ahead and do that now while I introduce you. David Ferguson right there. We call him T-Rex. He's not wearing a belt. Uh, (laughs) It takes an extra long time because of my tiny arms. His music project is Astral Summer, astralsummer.bandcamp.com. And remember that name because we have a world premiere song from Astral Summer we're going to be playing here later in the show. We'll give you a tease, a hint, before we uh, roll out the entire song on the indie music countdown at the end of the month. The no-talk More rock indie music countdown. (laughs) Yeah, lots of good response to that so far. I think people enjoy the straightaway playlist format of everything. We still do all the countdown fun jingles and things like that. That's all still in there. And there's Buzz Burbank in there, too. So there is some talk, but it's all Buzz. And we could all listen to Buzz reading a menu for three hours, right? Facts. Yeah, absolutely. So lots to talk about today. We have coming up here in a little bit... The Alex Jones text messages. I can't wait to get into this. Hate Watch has acquired an entire trove of Alex Jones text messages via one of the lawyers for the Sandy Hook families. And now that this is part of the public record, the SPLC (laughs) is all over it. And they've published a bunch of these Alex Jones text messages. So by the end of... Yeah, I know. By the end of today's show my voice is gonna be shot. So that'll give you an idea of what I'll be doing later in the show. Uh, But first, I just wanted to mention real quick that Spoutable is having growing pains. Mm. It, It was bad enough that I couldn't remember my Spoutable handle at the top of the show. But then it's also having some issues with servers. It's kind of a good problem to have. A lot of people want to sign up for Spoutable, and they just don't have the server capacity to be able to deal with it. So it's a little bit glitchy. Now, here's the thing. If you want to sign up for Spoutable or you're already there and you can't get it to load, I'm not Spoutable's tech support guy. Neither
3: neither is, uh, is Kimberly. This is what you get for being an early adopter, Seska.
1: I'm just. <laughs> Everyone's I'm like, just Why would it work, Bob? It's your fault. I'm just a celebrity endorser. I'm not a tech support guy. So don't send your screen grabs of the server not found error message to me via Twitter because, oh, I don't know what to do with that. I don't know anything about how to fix that crap. There's a guy who runs that site. You could try reaching out to him if you can't get on. But I think the main thing is to just be patient and let the technical issues work themselves out as he expands the number of servers. Christopher Boozy is smart as fuck. He really knows what he's doing. And once he gets the server functionality squared away... This is going to be a highly sought-after website to uh, compete with Twitter. Yes, David. You're the
3: worst grifter ever. <laughs> what you're supposed to say is, please send me your request. I'm being deluged, so I'm going to prioritize those of you who send me $25. Okay. And then you just, like, wait for it to work itself out. and You just put on your wizard hat or something and shake some rattles or bang a drum and be like, I'm working on it. I'm speaking to the tech gods.
1: So you, you, know, think, I mean, you think I should exploit my audience <laughs> By pretending that I'm the tech support guy at spoutable.com and that I'm charging $25 a pop to help them with their Call issues? Call yourself
3: a tech, like, uh, uh, what's the word I'm Evangelist. Um, no, 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 tech um, shaman. Oh, yeah, yeah, shaman. And therefore, it's not tax deductible because it's a religious thing, and you're just like, you're.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that into it. I mean, I love how right wing
3: grifters make their money, though. That is is absolutely
1: true. Yeah, and seen. That was a nice little lesson, a metaphor for what happens on the right, certainly. Hey, you see that thing where a bunch of these red hats, including Elon Musk, believes that if they make their Twitter account hidden, if they lock their Twitter account, that it will increase their engagement. If you're wondering why Elon Musk's Twitter account is currently locked, you can't access it, that's why. I know Ben Shapiro and a bunch of other wing nuts were talking about this. It's like hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin for Twitter engagement. It's the latest. Injecting bleach. Yeah, injecting bleach. It's injecting bleach for Twitter engagement. And you know what? Please keep going, Red Hats. You're doing great. Hide all of your accounts. Go, go, go. You're doing
3: amazing, sweetie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, round of applause. For the Red Hats hiding their accounts. Is Elon back on Twitter? Can one of you check?
0: I just went over there, and apparently I was following him, him and I didn't follow him ever, so.
1: But can you see his tweets, or are they? Okay, so he's unlocked his Twitter account again.
0: What's funny was I was never following him, and it just said that I was following him. I'm like, nope, so I unfollowed. In fact, I muted his fucking account. So fuck
1: yeah, that that's not good. That shows. No. In fact, I saw reports about that where people were inadvertently following Elon Musk without having ever followed him. No, so-
0: I, I muted him on top of it all. There was, I didn't even want to see him by
1: oh, accident. God. Just and then incredible. he started
3: showing up in my feed, and I was just like,
1: block,
2: block, block. Yeah. <laughs> spoutable.com. Like,
1: want- if you're sick of the fuckery, go to Spoutable.com, because it's Twitter without all the fuckery. Yes, they're having problems. I know. It's hard to get on the server right now, but that's because it's so popular. That's why. It's
3: new, kids.
1: Spoutable's having trouble. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, first social media platform owned and operated by a black man. I think that's yeah, another important distinction here. Today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, real quick, while we're talking about Twitter and Spoutable, you know what? Even the Pope has to delete tweets for typos and errors now and then. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this time, the Pope tweeted out something about the gift of life in your hands. This is, uh, initially, it says, God has placed the gift of life in your hands. From your hands, tomorrow is born. From your hands, peace so lacking in this country can come about. I would like to suggest some, quote, ingredients for the future, unquote. Five of them, each corresponding to a finger on your hand. Can you see where this might be going?
0: Yeah.
1: Do you see where this is leading? (laughs)
3: Does this mean (laughs) lesbians are the Holy Trinity?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: man. There you go. Um, The middle finger, Pope Francis tweeted. Which is higher than the others reminds us of something essential: honesty. (laughs) To be honest means not getting entangled in the snares of corruption. So that's what your middle finger really represents. I guess it doesn't. Yeah, I thought. I'm all in. (laughs) Fuck you. I would have.
3: I've actually been giving you my class, like my most honest all this time. Like I've been like this. It's just been like a statement of honesty to all these people. It's because I love you, and I want you to go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> suffice to say, the
1: Pope had to delete that tweet Because everyone yeah. was like, teehee, teehee, middle yeah. finger He said middle finger, exactly like we're doing right now So we're right there at that level So they deleted that tweet Whoever's tweeting for the Pope I seriously doubt the Pope is sitting there like Donald Trump on the toilet With an iPhone, just hammering out uh, one tweet after another But they replaced it with this tweet This is a little better, I think The third finger, which is higher than the others, (laughs) he said hi. It reminds us of something essential, honesty. Whose dog is that?
0: That's my niece's dog. She's uh, working a NASCAR thing today through Sunday, so we're taking care of it. What
1: is the dog's name?
0: Eno. Eno, oh my God.
1: Is that named, is the dog named after Brian Eno?
0: Yes. Oh my God,
1: that's the coolest name. rock
3: and roll, and it's very cool. (laughs) He's
1: (laughs) a little rat terrier. Yeah. He's adorable. Um, at some point, I'm going to have to do an extended show, either a Wednesday show, or maybe we'll just talk about it for a good part of a, a regular Tuesday-Thursday show, and that is the rise of artificial intelligence. And yeah. This oh, chat, man, I was hoping GPT. you'd say we were just... Sky is doing, here, Skynet like, is here, kids. Skynet is here. Talking what? Talking like we're talking to puppies.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you, you, you good boys. <laughs> Look at your fat little belly. Oh my God. You <laughs> 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 oh. get
1: Yeah. So uh, the FBI, meantime, conducted a planned search of Joe Biden's house in Delaware at Rehobothon but found no documents with classified right. markings. Biden's lawyer said the FBI did take some materials and handwritten notes that appeared to relate to his tenure as vice president. It's the third known time that federal agents have searched properties associated with Biden for classified material. The FBI, and notice how Joe Biden's not screaming about it perpetually on social not. media. Uh, it was no, they had no right to come into my house. This is a gorgeous house. It's an amazing property. Oh my God. He probably had
3: Dunkin' Donuts
1: waiting on the hall table for them, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure he had coffee ready for them and, you know...
1: Ice cream. Just do it like vats and vats of ice cream. The FBI previously searched Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware, as well as his Washington office of the Penn-Biden Center in mid-November, after Biden's attorneys first discovered classified material in a locked closet. You know, Grown-ups. That's how mm-hmm. that's all I have to say about that. Grown-ups, That's how grown-ups behave when grown-ups inadvertently do something that they shouldn't have done. And in this case, it wasn't even Joe Biden. This is someone who packed a bunch of boxes and they ended up at his house. And I that's really- the
0: same thing with Pence. I mean, it's just like their staff packs up their shit. yeah, and and it's discovered. Even mm-hmm. though Pence, oh, didn't take anything, he didn't know that he had anything. Much like Joe Biden didn't know he had anything. Yeah. and and like um, uh, Annie McCabe explained on Allison Gill's show, Jack on their show, Jack, that when you're at that level of class of of uh, security, you're followed around constantly with documents just in case you need to access something oh, so yeah, yeah. they end up in his home they end up in off they end up in places and they get unfortunately inadvertently left behind right or packed up and sealed in a box like with mike pence you know mm-hmm. boom it's i haven't even looked at it it's not like they're with his passports or today's newspaper in the tr- top drawer of his desk yeah
1: yeah and if, as Todd explained to jim jordan Todd. <laughs> Todd. <Chut-tah. laughs> Shit, I gotta move. Greenland is a strategic place
3: up there, and uh, they got bad a lot, lot, of, valuable lot of, of valuable minerals. I don't <laughs> want to predict now. Come, <laughs> I'm just saying the president, who knows What's a thing or two, two about buying real estate. Yeah, yeah. Wants to take a look I, at I low interest rates, no inflation, virtually no inflation, oh. Chuck Talk. So I actually think it's a pretty good story. And again, let me echo my theme. Let's not be afraid of some optimism. What
1: an embarrassment that was. Uh, why would you even, okay, I'm hammered. I'm not going on TV today. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Larry Kudlow yeah. goes, Yeah, fine, okay. Chuck I can do it. Totally do it. Sure. Sure. i What
0: time
3: How many is it? Time <laughs> when you've been drunk. Have you been a realistic arbiter of your own abilities and capabilities? Never.
0: That's
1: also true. But, I mean, TV.
3: I can totally do it. It's a three-minute camera hit with Chuck Todd. We'll be fine.
1: Roll it. I'll do it live. Yeah. Well, you know, I can imagine blackout tweeting or something like that, saying some inadvertent (laughs) things on social media because you're blacked out. But if you're drunk like that, if you've had six mimosas that morning and yeah. no food in your system, and then you decide, yeah, it's a good time to go on with Dana Prino. I mean, Chuck Todd. And then you <laughs> make a fool of yourself. But thank you, Larry Cudlow. Thank you for making an ass of yourself on television because it's led to endless comedy. <laughs> yes. We all love it here. So, what was I saying? So, Chuck Todd was explaining to Jim Jordan that There's a gigantic difference between Donald Trump deliberately taking classified documents because he thinks they're his, because he thinks he can declassify them with his mind, with his teeny tiny walnut brain. This is how Donald Trump says he declassified those documents so he can keep them. He can give them away as gifts if he wants to. He can have them framed and posted on the wall in uh, Mar-a-Lago or one of his other properties. I mean, that's what he thinks he can do with those things. That is a universe of difference between that and Joe Biden. Whoops, there's a couple of documents. And oh my God, the ones in the garage aren't even marked top secret. So whatever. And the, when the
3: people found them at the foundation center, they were like, whoa, oh shit, yeah. call the FBI. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I mean, it's totally different than like sending out your attorneys to certify that there's nothing else mm-hmm. here, especially not in the downstairs storeroom. Yep. You know, like it just... Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, you know, Jim Jordan's brain is where nuance goes to die.
0: Well, and the other thing, that you know, <laughs> listening to Jim's, James C- Comer, which is so similar to Jim I Comer, know, um, I know, very confusing. Uh, he's, he's like, oh, well, it's very different. They're treating Donald Trump differently because Donald Trump knowingly took them. A, yeah. A, two, he also lied about a bunch of them after being asked, Hey, we know you have these, you know, turn them over. Oh no, I don't have them, you know, and then had them moved around in Mar-a-Lago <laughs> on purpose. Mm-hmm. And it's like, guys, uh, Pence and Biden are basically the same problem. Yeah. And they did the right thing as much as I hate defending Mike Pence. Um, mm-hmm. and I just hoped, and I know the national archives has asked previous presidents and vice presidents, but they should ask cap ha- previous cabinet members. Yeah. Um, high level, you know, previous senators that had, you know, the same access to the same type of stuff. And we do need to figure out how to track it better. Like Andy McCabe was saying, like, his office was a skiff because of where he worked, right? So, but if he got an email that he needed to print out, there was no way for anybody to know that. Well, there is. There's a way to embed a watermark on a computer and a watermark on a printer so that you know who printed it and when it was printed. So there are ways for it to be monitored internally at least. So we know, okay, Annie McCabe printed that on this date and time. Mm -hmm. There are ways to do that. But once he, and you're not allowed to leave, like if you leave with it, then you sign something out. You know what I mean? It's just like, there are ways to track it. It's difficult because it's millions and millions of paperwork every day that's going through, but there are ways to track it. We just need a really good librarian.
2: Well,
1: you know that for the next two years, you can oh, hear yeah. nothing but Donald Trump whining about how the FBI singled him out and searched him. And it's going to be, what about this? And why don't you look at that? And why was the FBI so unfair to your favorite president? In spite of the fact that the FBI has clearly conducted similar searches of Joe Biden's properties and uh, Mike Pence. Well, I don't know if Mike Pence has been searched yet, but I imagine that that's probably true.
0: I'm sure he's allowing a search for stuff in any any place where it might've been taken. I'm yeah, sure of course. he's allowing that. Of
1: course, of course he yeah. would. He's yeah. just
0: come on yeah. in, you know, here, have some coffee and ice cream and donuts. Well,
3: yeah. The other thing was with- Trump is like hoarding the fuckers. I mean, like right. stockpiling and lying them, like,
0: about it. Yeah. Like yeah George
3: Santos hoarding like half zip pullovers.
1: Like- <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the other thing with Joe Biden is, <laughs> I don't know if Kevin McCarthy realizes it or if the entire red hat entertainment complex knows this, But the president totally screwed Kevin McCarthy after this meeting yesterday. And I'll tell you why. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You know why? Because he praised Kevin McCarthy. It was, yeah, the headline from Mediaite is, quote, not a joke. Biden swears at prayer breakfast that he and McCarthy had a, quote, good meeting and will be, quote, (laughs) treating each other with respect. You know what that's going to do? That's going to raise... He's not
0: going to be speaker any longer. Yes!
1: (laughs) Bing, bing, bing. (laughs) <laughs> That's exactly it. Because you oh, know they did, they
0: did kick Ilhan Omar off of her uh committee assignment, by the oh, way.
1: Sons of bitches. You God damn it. Shit. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. But this was amazing because this is going to raise all kinds of red flags with the usual suspects. They're all going to be saying, okay, you know, Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert and all the freaks and weirdos and the Rodeo Clown Caucus are going to be, okay, where's Kevin McCarthy's uh, loyalties now? What did he offer to Joe Biden? What did he say behind closed doors that we don't know about? <laughs> Why on earth would Joe Biden ever compliment Kevin McCarthy? What kind of things did he give away? That's an amazing thing. And I don't know if Kevin McCarthy is smart enough to even realize it.
3: He habitually genuflex to power. Yeah. You yeah. know, he was perfectly polite in the meeting because he's a fucking suck up. Mm-hmm. It is like, you know, and so like he probably was like trying to be the responsible, like legislator just... And now like, yeah, no, it was brilliant. This is like, this is like Southern levels of passive aggression. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) like, I like that, that Kevin, he's a good boy. We're going to (laughs) get along just fine.
1: That's right. Biden continued by saying, I don't know how we do that anymore, but we have to, we have to start treating each other in, we have to start treating each other in waste of them have in my humble opinion.
0: What? Wait. Try that again. Okay,
1: I'm reading this. Yeah, it could be. I'm reading this exactly how it's written in Mediaite. We have to start treating each other in waste of them have. In my humble opinion, I don't know what that means. The greatest honor of my life is to serve this country. Well, I know what that means. Okay. Is that
0: like bad lip reading? I mean,
1: I'm just so confused.
0: Or background singers for Adele? I mean, what is that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, but regardless. He said it was a good meeting, and he said, I think at the end of the day we can find common ground. I really do. I hope he's right, because an economic calamity is not part of my summer plans. I don't think it's part of anyone's summer plans. So uh, hopefully someone in the Red Hat Entertainment Complex will take the bait and run with it and say, where are Kevin (laughs) McCarthy's loyalties? And what the hell did that sentence mean in Mediaite that Bob Seska tried to read on his show? I don't know. Next up, Nikki Haley is running for president. And I feel bad for Nikki Haley's DMs and social media mentions because she's taken on that Trumpism machine now and Mm. they're not going to be nice to her. One of the reasons is she's a woman and a woman of color, right? I I think we categorize her as a woman of color. Is that it with Nikki Mm -hmm. Haley? And so that's going to draw... All of the fucking crazies, like flies to shit. It's going to be an amazing thing to watch. But at the same time, bear in mind that she could have a chance. And I'll tell you exactly why. Right after the midterms, I said, the thing to be concerned about is not necessarily Donald Trump. The thing to be concerned about are some possible women candidates on the Republican side. Because I think what the Republicans are going to do is look at the huge turnout by single women, in the midterms and say, hey, you know what? We got to get on board some of that. We need to grab some of those voters back. And if we nominate a woman, that could be the way to do it. That could be a way to level <laughs> the
0: Yeah, they think women are that dumb. Yeah, well, that
3: Exactly. so well with black voters in Georgia with Herschel Walker.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it, it has nothing to do with virtue. It has nothing to do with, yes, we support those single women who turned out in droves against us. They're not trying to make a play in terms of policy or any adjustment in messaging. It's just, okay, well, if we do this, it's like single chick. straight up identity politics. If we give you a woman, then you women will vote for us. You'll is ignore she married the- or is she single? Nikki Haley? Yeah. I, I think she's married, isn't she? Yes, well then did. I'd
0: put up a single chick. come on.
3: <laughs> That's not gonna happen.
1: No, it's not gonna work. But
3: this but it is... also gives them what is it Trump promised to put over the country a dome, a perfect dome. Oh, dome. Yeah to I remember claim that, that any guy. attacks on the candidate are sexism and misogyny.
1: Oh my so the God. The only
3: time the Republicans care about sexism and misogyny is when we're talking about Sarah Palin or we're talking about, you know, what's her name from South Dakota. North
1: Do we Dakota. have any sense, any real sense of how much of a shithole we would be in right now if Donald Trump had been reelected in 2020? And I'm speaking specifically of the dome situation, Ukraine, Russia, his <clears throat> constant screeching about World War Three, that we're on the doorstep of nuclear annihilation and all the rest of it if he had remained president after the 2020 election he would have given russia ukraine i mean no doubt about it it oh, was just yeah. been like here have it and by the way eastern europe take that too and if you want to march into germany as well take germany <clears throat> who, who the fuck cares and with american help russia would yeah. have done this if Trump had been president.
0: No doubt in my mind.
1: Yeah, which is completely uh, contrary to the lessons of history. Even just being isolationist in the 1930s was a fucking disaster for the United States. It allowed the rise of Adolf Hitler. We just didn't do anything when it came to that until 1941. But prior to that, it was like, la, 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 not listening, just like we're doing with COVID, just like the Republicans are doing with Ukraine. And that's the kind of strategy that Trump would implement if by some horror show, bad luck, he ends up back in the White House, although he won't be back in the White House. I mean, I'm not saying that we should be complacent or anything, obviously. We need to keep a close eye on him and make sure that he doesn't. He just won't, he will lose because the American people rise up against him again. And in order to do that, we have to play the game. We have to make sure that he doesn't win. I've got a separate, like, Trump file going on here in my notes. Uh, Just random Trump things. Like, for example, he confessed on Truth Central. Truth
2: truth Central.
1: He confessed to making those hush money payments to Stormy Daniels. Uh While Alvin Bragg is actively feeding evidence to a grand jury in Manhattan Uh to prosecute Uh Donald Trump based on this.
0: Uh, Alvin, we've got some proof. It's over at Troth Central.
1: Yeah, it's at Troth Central.
2: Troth Central.
1: Here's the troth that he posted on Troth Central. With respect to the stormy nonsense, it is very old and happened a long time ago, long past the very publicly known and accepted deadline of the statute of limitations. I placed full reliance on the judgment and advice of counsel, who I had every reason to believe, had a license to practice law, was competent, and was able to appropriately provide solid legal services. He came from a good law firm, represented other clients over the years, and there was no reason not to rely on him, and I did. I guess he's talking about Michael Cohen. Is that who he's whining about? Yeah,
0: I think
1: so. Yeah, and so he's basically saying, hey, look, Michael Cohen, my counsel said it was okay to do this, so I just went along. It's deferring blame, and, and that's not a defense. No. Am I right about that, Jody? It,
0: yes, law and order says so, it's not a defense.
1: You can't <laughs> use the bad advice of your lawyer to defend yourself. Likewise, I don't think you can use bad advice from an accountant to defend yourself. I mean,
0: you can use bad counsel and that can like in a criminal case, like especially like a death penalty, then you can get new counsel. But he was with Michael Cohen for years. It's not like, Mm -hmm. you know, and Michael Cohen's got the receipts and they've taken his phone. Yeah, uh, for this grand jury to look at any evidence there of Donald directing him to do stuff.
1: Oh my God! I hope there are texts. I hope. There oh, are I'm sure
0: messages. that Mr. Cohen has saved everything.
1: All of his text I like messages. To imagine,
3: yeah, the potential phone conversation between Michael Imperioli and Michael Cohen. Like if maybe if Michael Imperioli was going to play Michael Cohen in something, you know, it'd be like, "Hey, it's Mike."
1: <laughs> yeah, Mike. Mike, Mike, hey, how you Mike. doing?
3: It's Mike. No, this, this is Mike. Is this Mike? Yeah,
1: <laughs> that'd be some pretty good casting, I think. I'm surprised it that be, hasn't actually. happened yet. Yeah, yeah. Meantime, Trump says he trusts Vladimir Putin over the United States intelligence community. He said something like this before, hasn't he? In Helsinki, I, yeah. Seems like I've seen this many, many times. Here he is on Truth Central. Truth
2: Truth Central.
1: He said, Remember in Helsinki when a third-rate reporter asked me essentially who I trusted more, President Putin of Russia or our intelligence lowlifes? My instinct at the time was that we had really bad people in the form of James Comey, McCabe, whose wife was being helped out by Crooked Hillary while Crooked was under investigation. (laughs) And parenthetical, kind of, he just
3: can't. He's got to like tangent, tangent. You know? Yeah, it's everything
1: like- has to be shoehorned into this. I'm surprised he doesn't go into the whole rant about impeachment hoax one, impeachment hoax number oh, two, God. Russia, <laughs> Russia, Russia, Ukraine, 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 the documents hoax, and just that's what he does now. And just yeah, it's like
3: a, it's like a daisy cutter cluster bomb of fucking old man pissy
1: resentment. <laughs> James Comey, McCabe, whose wife is being helped out by crooked Hillary, while crooked was under investigation. <laughs> well, exclamation crooked. Mark. I love that. Crooked was under investigation. Exclamation <laughs> mark. Brennan, Peter Strzok, whose wife is at the SEC, and his lover Lisa Page. Yeah, and you can always finish that sentence. Whenever you see Peter Strzok, you know that what's coming next is his lover, Lisa P. Yeah. He's
3: so, he can't actually imagine that people voluntarily have sex with each other because <laughs> <laughs> it's That's so alien right. to him. If there's no transaction going
1: on. Like, what right. the hell? But here's the thing. Then he said, now add McGonagall and other slime to the list. Who would you choose, Putin or these misfits? He's actually saying that McGonagall is anti-Trump, that McGonagall-
0: That's not at all what we've found out so far. No. no he's it's
1: just
3: jealous because maybe McGonagall was getting bigger payouts.
1: Good God. McGonagall was working directly with fucking Oleg Deripaska. Hi. I mean, I, I don't mean to say that McGonagall was fucking Oleg Deripaska. <laughs>
0: he's I'm fucking that, working
1: with him. He's <laughs> working with him.
3: And Oleg's such a looker.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's very, very clear what McGonagall was up to. You know, that New York Times piece suggesting that uh, uh, the FBI found no evidence of linkage between Trump and Russia. And that was right before the election as well. Something that Donald Trump... That
0: was a leak that he did. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious.
1: Yes. Yes. One of the reasons why so many people end up in Vladimir Putin's back pocket is because they've done something that Vladimir Putin knows about. They, there's compromat on these people. Mm-hmm. And it's very obvious to me, and I'm just speculating, of course, that there was immense compromat with Charles McGonagall, leading him down this road, leading him to Absolutely. almost be forced to do this, to, to get sucked a, into that web. What's that he?
3: Were, were there some financial issues too?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's mice is what they call it. It's money um, uh, ideology... Compromise and ego are the ways that you can, you know, get somebody to be on your side that normally would be against you. And if it's money, it's debt. You're
3: you're a fucking sleeper agent. Does everyone know this?
1: (laughs) Oh, it's mice. That's what they
0: call it is mice.
1: So, what do you guys think as far as Nikki Haley goes? Does she have a shot at all? Am no. I just no. exaggerating her possible? No, no. the racists
0: here? in her party will never do it.
1: Okay, all right. And
0: I just think
3: policy-wise, I mean, she's just like water tetrazzini, you know, like a water-flavored jello. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't like. Uh,
0: she's, just, she's 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 um she's smarter than Sarah Palin. I'll give her that. She is. Um, but, but first yeah, off, she's a woman. My left nut, but <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But. uh, First off, she's a woman, so m- a major part of the base ain't going to go for that. Mm-hmm. And secondly, she's not all white kids. Yeah. Um, so that's another part of them that they won't admit to, but the racist part. So, I mean, if she makes it past Iowa, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I, and, and Donald's already thrown her under the bus. Yeah. So, because, yo, you know, her loyalty, but if her heart, you know, and it's like, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit.
1: Yeah. Sorry,
0: well- was that out loud?
1: Yeah, I think it was, I mean, but that's okay.
3: It really created this. I mean, if they weren't such shitty, awful, filthy people, you'd feel sorry for them because they've put this monster at the gate. Yeah. That is their beast that, like, drew in the rubes and got them into the White House in 2016. Mm-hmm. And now they're stuck with him, and he's, like, eating the furniture, and they're, like, I don't, you know, what do we do with him?
1: Yeah, yeah. But he
3: <sighs> – yeah. Well,
1: and here's the thing, too. I still can't imagine that it's going to be Ron DeSantis. Uh, every time I hear him talk, <laughs> no, with that whiny, squeaky voice of his, he just doesn't have the zaza zoo. He just doesn't have the heft to be able to carry party leadership with this particular party. If there were some, like maybe 20 Wouldn't years have- ago, the Republican Party, not the Republican I don't Party know, of today, but listening
3: to Donald Trump talk, you would have thought it was impossible.
0: But remember now that Donald is throwing him under the bus by stating how much he supported vaccination.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's going to be a mind screw for every yeah. Republican voter. You're not going to know which end is up. So uh, Oh, I'm against the vaccines, but Donald is for the vaccines. And then Ron DeSantis is against, but I'm a Donald guy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, just going to grind all those gears, the, the donkey napping under a tree in the brains of so many Republican voters. That donkey's dead as soon as they start to internalize the conflict over the vaccines alone. Okay, uh, lots more to get to here on the show. We've got the Alex Jones text messages here. And uh, let's see what else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Hunter Biden strikes back. I have to talk about Hunter Biden striking back. Hunter Biden is swinging for the fences right now. He's done. He's got no fucks left. He's going after Fox News. He's going after lots of people. So all that and more still to come. But before we talk about all of that, if you're pissed off at cable news and other very serious political analysts like Chuck Todd, uh, here's an outstanding way to support independent media, specifically this show. For just $5 per month, five, one, two, three, four, five, $5 a month. You can support our Patreon page as we guide you through the madness and chaos of our politics. But it's not just about supporting shows like this one. You're also going to get bonus content as a reward for your monthly support. We're talking about exclusive access to the Shadow Docket show, recorded after the end credits on our Tuesday and Thursday episodes. You also get access to the Patreon app where you can download the free show and our bonus content. Plus, you can join the discussion with our community of Patreon members in the comments under each show. It is a safe space. On our Patreon page All of that for $5 a month Just pennies per show Don't miss out Again, that's BobSuskaShow.com Patreon.com Slash show Bookmark it Send us all your
2: friends And we thank you in advance Okay, picture this It's Friday afternoon When a thought hits you I can spend another weekend Doing the same old whatever Or I can hop into my All new Hyundai Santa Fe And hit the road
1: They say my heart is the poison Sink to the bottom and race from the dead They say watch who you summon. Fresh off the coffin, remember my name brand new to the show, I hate to interrupt it, but uh, this is a recording artist named King Cyborg, a song called Been There. She has an incredible story, I was just reading her bio on her website. She grew up in uh, Luanda Island in Angola until she had to flee to escape political persecution She tried to get into South Africa, couldn't get into South Africa, and then finally ended up in San Francisco. Uh, Cyborg became the main subject of a national documentary film directed by Tom Shepard and producer Jen Gilliman, It's called Unsettled, unsettled Unsettled.film. It showcases Cyborg's real-life journey of being a person of color, gay, and an immigrant in the United States. Hmm. Unsettled was filmed over five years and released in 2019, winning several awards, press coverage, and tours in many countries around the world. Oh, my God, I can't believe we get to play her music on the show. (laughs) Just fucking fantastic. You should interview
3: her. She sounds amazing. Yeah,
1: you know what? Great idea. Perfect idea. I'm going to get her on the show. Yeah, yeah. I also want to talk to Anna Marie. I think uh, the Wednesday show is going to open up a little bit, not just political topics, but I think we'll uh, obviously continue to cover the nerd stuff and get some more musicians into the mix as well. Obviously, politics will always drive the content of the show, but I like mixing it up occasionally, doing some things that are not so stressful, put it that way okay, link in the description to support King's cyborg make sure to do that go to com. find this episode it's dated 223 click on that link scroll right on down that episode you can listen to the episode while you're there if you need to and we have links to all our recording artists right there where you're also going to be able to download the uh, well can you download the new astral summer David? Is it available yes. for download yet? Yes. Okay, so it'll be At on Bandcamp. the Bandcamp page. We'll talk about okay. all that, yeah. Yeah, okay. after the next break, we're going to premiere the brand new Astral Summer song, too. So I'm looking forward to that. It's an amazing track, so I can't wait yeah, to, to play it you you heard a draft it of it
3: a while back, but it's been mastered, and everything is in place, and yeah, we'll talk.
1: Outstanding. Okay. And what you had the status of the GoFundMe you mentioned last week.
3: Yes. Okay, so a couple of days ago, apparently, an anonymous donor approached Chris, and... Uh, I'm not sure exactly how this transfer happened, but gave him $4,000 to make the rest of the funder, so we're- Oh my God!
0: Oh my God,
3: Um, that's huge! I I don't even know who it is. Chris won't tell me. It's like, anonymous. And he was like, the person said not to tell a soul, and I can't tell you. I was like, give me a hint. He's like, no, there are no hints. I'm incredibly grateful to this person and I will respect their privacy, so I have no idea who it is.
1: Oh, that's incredible.
3: Um, If that person is listening right now, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For I helping like, my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, it really means a lot. I'm sorry, I'm getting like.
1: Yeah, that's okay, man. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <Understandable>. <laughs> I'm, I'm all the yeah. clam Don't play a, any
0: Carrie Hamilton. Don't play any Carrie right, Hamilton. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> I'll give you a topic. Yeah. <laughs> the Civil War. Madison, Neither civil nor garden. a war. Yeah. War. Discuss.
0: <laughs> Neither square nor a garden.
3: Anyway, <laughs> all right. Um, Moving Uh, right along to Alex Jones.
1: Oh, yes, Alex Jones. Okay, so this is fun. Uh, One of our P1 listeners, uh, my friend Jason Delecto, that's that's who he goes by, Jason Delecto on Twitter. I don't know if he wants us to reveal his actual last name, so I'm just going to go with Jason Delecto. And he sent me this link about these Alex Jones text messages, like, you better fucking read this story on the air. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. You don't have to convince me. If it's Alex Jones text messages, Messages where he's very clearly drunk. I'm all over that. So attorney, crazy are they, Bob? (laughs) They are so crazy. (laughs) Attorney Mark Bankston of Farrar and Ball LLP uh, turned the text messages over to Hate Watch in September on a not-for-publication basis to aid Hate Watch's mission of analyzing extremist networks. On January 31st, it's a couple of days ago, Hate Watch received word that a redacted copy of the messages entered the public record, enabling the publication of this series. So we're going to start out with the text messages Alex Jones sent to his dad, David Jones, who is involved with the Infowars empire. So Alex Jones's dad, a really
3: big locker that's <laughs> under the ocean.
1: <laughs> so the funny thing about these text messages is David Jones, Alex Jones's dad, doesn't even reply to them. You ever do that where you send an entire thread of text messages to someone and it's just crickets chirping? Even after a couple of days, they still don't respond. That's,
3: <laughs> that's, that's what on the advice to... of their attorneys, probably. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, you know what? Good thought. Essentially, Alex Jones started texting his dad about his legal troubles. Obviously, these lawsuits with the Sandy Hook families and how they're not going well for Alex Jones. So Alex Jones texted to his dad. He said, it's no big deal. And then he said, I get noticed via media. So I just need to start shutting down. I always get my legal news a few weeks late via news. I don't know what that means. I, I always get, I always means. get that my, makes no sense. yeah, I always get my legal news a few weeks late via news.
3: <laughs> oh, I Dude, know what he, he means. Serve with papers.
1: Yes. No, you what he said.
3: Be <laughs> abreast of that.
1: What he's saying is, I guess his attorneys aren't keeping him updated on the status of the lawsuits, so he has to hear about it in the regular news. I see what that is.
0: Oh, I see. Okay.
1: And he said, uh, I just need to love it. And then Jones resumes the thread over an hour later without receiving a response from his father. I I don't blame you. I am just freaked out. We are crazy mixed up. I is... Okay, this is one that is going to be interesting. I is very scary to never almost never to learn about stuff from yourselves. What? What? Yes, the same guy it, who wrote the mediaite it. story. I think Alex Jones wrote that mediaite story about Joe Biden right. and Kevin oh McCarthy. God. I is very scary to never almost never to learn about stuff from yourselves. Well, that was some weird shit. <laughs> uh, the only thing that would have made that better is if he included that funny noise. Uh, the, uh, the- <laughs> he did.
3: It's just impossible to spell.
1: <laughs> and then he said, "If very disconcerting." What? A- and then, and nothing can stop it. This is just him. One text after another. These are like seconds apart. So, okay, I'm gonna read these all in one big chunk. Okay, because I'm telling
3: you, that's like when the when the coke hit and he had a panic attack and he's just yeah. Like, You know, it's coming. Nothing can stop it. his dad's just like, stop texting. Stop texting. The lawyer said not to text.
1: (laughs) So I'm just going to read them in one big block. So the first one is at 4.27 and 55 seconds p.m. The last one is at 4.31 and 19 seconds p.m. So over the course of, what is this, four minutes, he fires off all of these texts. I don't blame you. I am just freaking out. We are crazy mixed up. I is very scary to never, almost never to learn about stuff from yourselves. If very disconcerting and nothing can stop it, it seems it's like gravity. A black hole. Hole emoji. What?
0: (laughs) Oh my God.
1: Hole emoji, it says. Apparently there's an emoji for a hole. I didn't know know that. that.
0: I'm going to go have my phone right now. I'm going to see it's if I can find a picture of George one. Santos. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my God. A black hole, and then it says hole emoji. I'm going to look for one. <laughs> I, I mean, what would a hole emoji even look here like?
0: Here. Let me see if I can find one.
1: So, by the way, no. while you're doing that, Jody, we're just getting started here. Uh, more emails. Hate Watch found messages appearing to corroborate a September 12, 2022 Rolling Stone story, which reported that Jones may have spied on his 43-year-old second and current wife, Erica Wolf Jones. Hate Watch found two instances where Jones contacts his security employee, former Austin Police Department officer and Blackwater mercenary Tim Enlow, to apparently monitor his wife. So he's having his wife followed by this former Blackwater mercenary, Tim Enlo.
3: That's real. Those people never overreact to
1: anything. No, absolutely not. They're totally (laughs) centered.
3: No, itchy trigger fingers over at Blackwater. No, sir.
1: Jones expresses concerns in the text that his wife is cheating on him and his communications with Enloe establish that he wants information about her whereabouts and who she is meeting. The texts hate watch reviewed don't contain any evidence of infidelity by his wife beyond Jones's own suspicions. Well, of course, he's super duper paranoid. That's his brand. Jones and Enloe's tracking efforts seem to take place on days that Jones himself is conducting an affair. Well, as Donald Trump taught us the other day, is it an affair or is he just fucking? That's the big uh. question of this. What's the dividing line between an affair and just fucking someone and hitting them with the rolled up copy of the Forbes magazine that you're on the cover of? I don't know. Ew. Jones, Ew. <laughs> Jones, sorry. Jones contacts Enloe to monitor Erica Wolf Jones on days when he is also in touch With a woman named Pat Johnson. Oh, so it's (laughs) Alex Jones and his Johnson. Got your sunrise, (laughs) you caught a prize, you, your mate, and your Johnson. Pat Johnson. Party nights, summer whites, you, your friends, and your Johnson. This is a real thing.
2: Tales, water trails, you, your kids, and your Johnson. Saturday nights, like distant lights, you, your girl, and your Johnson. Oh
1: my god. Yeah, this is real. You and your Johnson, a way of
2: life for over 50
1: years. Yeah, that's for Outboard Motors. Johnson Outboard Motors. Oh my god. Because yeah. when
0: Lonnie was going to start a band, because his real last name is Johnson. Oh yeah? I said you should just call it Lonnie and his Johnson.
1: <laughs> See? That would have been a winner. That would have been the perfect title for a band. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. That's become Kimberly's theme song in the after party. So we play that at the top of every single after party. Yeah, but of course I saw the name Pat Johnson, who's this woman that uh, Alex Jones is apparently having an affair with. And I said, I got to play you and your Johnson. I mean, that's perfect. And that's the alias she entered into his phone to represent an Austin-based married woman hmm, with whom he exchanges texts of an intimate nature. Wow, that's gross. Can you yeah. imagine those text imagine messages?
3: Alex Jones pillow talk. Ew, Ew. God.
1: Yeah, I I, I wonder if Hate Watch has copies of those texts. I can't of stop the, thinking about your titties.
2: <laughs> <laughs> mama,
1: mama, titty. He once told that story where he's like, Oh yeah, when I was a kid, I would demand to be breastfed. We'd be in the department <laughs> store, be in Kmart, and I would say, Mama, titty. You want to hear the actual, I've got the actual clip. No, I don't. I really don't. Hey, Bob. You, <laughs> you brought it up. It was
3: oh, your idea. I didn't think you were actually going to give us that particular look into his psyche.
1: Well, yeah, here it is. I got milked till I was 18 months. I walked up in Target, jerking on my mom's uh, uh, pants. Target didn't even And exist? I bossed her around and I said, mama, diddy. And uh, she said, <laughs> I think it's time to wean you because I was like pinching on her leg. That's a famous story she tells. Mama Titty. Mama Titty. <laughs> At least he's direct, you know? Mama tells that every time
3: we have mashed potatoes.
1: <laughs> I'm just seeing, like, baby Alex Jones just looking like a miniature version of what he looks like now, yeah. but just shrunken down. Like, he still had, like, a beard and the receding hairline and just a weeble, <laughs> the weeble wobble the shaped body, right? And Mama Titty. And then suddenly he's just breastfeeding there in Target, just walking around with his mom's boob hanging out of his mouth. I'm really sorry if you're having dinner or lunch or breakfast while you're.
3: Mm. Bob, all right. Well, that's it's a strange place. It
1: really is. I'm blaming T-Rex for all of (laughs) this. Yeah, you had to go to titty, didn't you? You Hate Watch. (laughs) Hate Watch has confirmed. Pat Johnson's real identity but has elected to protect it in this series. Hey, that's some responsible journalism yeah, right there, I think. Absolutely. We are including only the details of Jones's apparent affair that relate directly to Jones having his wife Erica followed or that relate to content that appeared on InfoWars. On the morning of Friday, May 8, 2020, that was like right in the center of COVID, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Pat Johnson texts Jones a series of nine links to right-wing websites. So she's a helper. Four of which center on what was then the emerging COVID-19 pandemic. Pat Johnson also sends Jones a cartoon drawing of a baby bat with a heart embedded in a speech bubble. Oh, I get it. The Wuhan bat. Oh, That's what that is. Jones then starts texting his wife a little later after 1 p.m. Okay, so Jones's text to his wife, Erica, <laughs> while he's getting... COVID-19 memes from this woman, Pat Johnson, Alex Jones writes to his wife, are you going foe, get drunk today? He meant to say to get drunk today, but it came out, it wrote foe. The text is foe, get drunk today. Are you going faux get drunk today? And Erica Wolf responds to Alex Jones, No. <laughs> For almost an hour, from two thirty-nine p.m. until three twenty-six p.m., Jones sends Erica Wolf Jones dozens of text messages. Ugh. He accuses her of hating him and his family, and of course, they're all like typos and misspellings. Like the very first one is "you hate is." What you hate is, and then he types yeah, "us." us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've all been there. I mean. Who among us hasn't had to do that? It is. Yeah. Yeah, as I like to say, autocorrect conducting gloomy. (laughs) Um. I see it in your eyes. You won't even talk to me. Pick up now. You won't even break away from one minute to talk to me. Sick. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't call her scum. Scum. Sick. I hope you enjoy it. You hate us. You care less. Is so sick. And that's it. Those are the text messages. There are actually more. There are many, many more. But we don't have four hours to perform all of them. For you. So you're going to have I've to go to. Have you ever
3: had somebody just like bombard you with texts like that and you like, you can't turn off your phone because your kids are in school or you need like whatever? And oh, it's just like,
1: well, yeah. I mean, I've been caught up in text threads where I'll be away from my phone or something or maybe even asleep doing something doing the No, do, I mean, like someone show. who
3: hates you and is oh. sitting there like spending their hour and a half, two hours, three hours <sighs> sending you texts every 30 seconds about how much they hate you. Yeah. It's a a lot.
1: Yeah. This uh, is back
3: before I learned to block people on my phone. But
1: but go to splcenter.org in their hate watch vertical, and you can find this entire article. Uh, you know what? I'll just put a link in the description for this. If you want to read cool. more of Alex Jones's drunk texting to his wife and to David Jones, his dad, <laughs> where he said, I is very scary to never almost never to learn about stuff from yourselves. That's like every rant on his radio show. And everyone's going, yes, of course, sheeple. This is great. Thank you, Alex. All right. uh, We're going to take one last break here and
2: and wrap up the show right after these words. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about, all from the comfort of your home, isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret?
1: Was that? Okay, got it.
3: I'm so happy with how this came out. And I'm so happy Lonnie mastered it again. And he does such good work. It just, like, everything pops like it's supposed to, and... Uh, I just a part of me dies a little every time I have to ask somebody talented to do something for free.
1: <laughs> it is so good as a song called "If You Know." It's now available at AstralSummer.bandcamp.com. So run, don't walk, and pick up the brand new single from uh, David Ferguson and Astral Summer. Yeah, it's still it should be on iTunes there.
3: and Spotify probably tomorrow or Saturday. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the other voice you hear is Rick Denton the, He used to be the lead singer of a Raleigh, North Carolina band called Morning Bells And he's been a good friend of mine for years And I was just like, I'm going to write something for us to sing together
1: Yeah, and um, as it, I was just going to ask you, who's the singer who does the first verse?
3: Yeah, that's Rick And like okay. I have known him for years, but like he just has this amazing voice and like his band broke up during the pandemic like so many bands, like what my old band did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, let's do something. And so I ran up to Raleigh with my portable studio setup and yeah. it was really fun. As it you know, the back and forth began to evolve, it kinda made us think about Depeche mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were like, let's just go all in on that. You know, yeah. you're gonna yeah. take the Dave part and I'm gonna take the Martin part, you mm-hmm. know, and we're gonna mode it up here so yeah that's our homage because oh so many of us like suburban teenage 80s goth kids were just like ah Depeche Mode.
1: Hey you know what speaking of music uh, (laughs) thanks for
3: playing it and thanks for listening to everybody. Oh god
1: anytime absolutely Uh, but speaking of music I I meant to play this in the previous segment I have another Alex Jones remix (laughs) another song. A new one? Yeah I I I don't think it's a new one I think it's just one that I forgot that I had and it just said okay. I was going through my soundboard to find more Alex Jones sounds, you know. Like that one. <laughs> and <laughs> I landed on this thing called Alex Jones Eat Ass Remix. Oh no. So let's d- I haven't previewed. Okay, I didn't preview it. Buckle fished. up. I didn't screen it. <laughs> I just added it to my soundboard. So here we go. I don't know what this is. I will
2: eat more leftist ass. I like born upon the <laughs>
3: sexually threatened by this what david (laughs) i feel sexually threatened by this
1: (laughs) (laughs) i will eat your leftist ass is yeah no
3: you won't okay
1: (laughs) (sighs) i just crossed my legs so hard i'm so sorry listener (laughs) Listener. um okay before we wrap up the show got to talk about hunter biden Yeah. Lawyers for Hunter Biden are demanding Fox News issue corrections about some of its coverage of the president's son or risk defamation lawsuit. According to The Washington Post, the attorneys also fired off threatening letters to others, including Steve Bannon and Rudy Giuliani. And so The Post reported this. Abby Lowell. A recently hired lawyer whom Biden enlisted about a month ago sent lengthy letters to the Justice Department and Delaware's attorney general requesting investigations into several key players who were involved in disseminating data from a laptop that Biden is said to have dropped off at a repair shop in Wilmington, Delaware. Brian M. Sullivan, another lawyer now representing Biden, sent a separate communication to Tucker Carlson and Fox News, demanding that they correct falsehoods. Isn't that great, Tucker, (laughs) from his recent show or risk a possible defamation lawsuit. And in another letter, Lowell wrote to the Internal Revenue Service, challenging the nonprofit status of Marco Polo, a group that is run by conservative activist Garrett Ziegler. Lowell provided 36 pages as evidence that the group's engaging in political activity in violation of its nonprofit status. Mm-hmm. So Hunter Biden's not taking this sitting down.
0: Well, and, and uh, excuse, how sparks just tweeted out, he said the laptop he was alleged to have left at the hack shop has a max hard drive capacity of 265 gigabytes. Mm-hmm the hard drive that Giuliani has been shopping around for three years has 416 gigabytes of data on it.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, that's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem for Giuliani. Yes, absolutely. Not a problem at all for Hunter Biden. No, I I I think
0: that's part of the reason. I think they finally found out what was going on, and he's like, well, fuck this shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But I also
3: think, like, I mean, they're used to being able to dump and just dump and dump and dump on people, mostly women and people of color. Yeah. Uh, and they don't ever get called on the carpet. And I think mm-hmm. that's inexcusable. I really feel like Fox News, it's like, it should not exist. It is an anti journalism organization, it is openly hostile to the pursuit of the truth in this country, they had a black ops room, for God's sake. And I don't think any of that's gone away after Roger Ailes died. I just think yeah. it's gotten deeper undercover mm-hmm. to where they specifically target people in organizations that can't fight back and then try to ruin them. Yeah, yeah. The problem is the mistake they've made is they fucked with Hunter Biden, mm-hmm. who is, you know— like a white guy who yeah. has <laughs> access to lots of money and mm-hmm. who can just and finally fight back. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I really just want them to go in with the flamethrowers because it's just—it's ridiculous. How many people died because Fox News lied to them about vaccines? How yeah. many people died because Fox News viewers mock people who wear masks? Yeah. How many like kids now have you know childhood onset diabetes because COVID fucked up their pancreas? It's
1: just how, how many trans kids are going to commit suicide because of the yep. demagoguery coming from Fox News? Yeah. In yeah. fact, we're going to talk about on the the Shatter Docket portion of the show. We're going to talk about some a couple of new laws, one in Arizona, one in Arkansas. Sarah Huckabee <laughs> Sanders is supporting a thing, uh, and it's not just about drag shows. This uh, is some other fucking details. Fucking walleye just...
3: cow. <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> so Biden's attorneys allege Fox News defamed him when Tucker Carlson claimed Biden funneled fifty thousand dollars to his father Joe Biden. In reality, the younger Biden was paying 49000 for office space in Washington, D.C. every three months. Quote, We demand that you immediately retract these statements by spending a significant amount of airtime on such retraction, Sullivan said in a letter to Fox News and Carlson. If we do not receive this written confirmation, we will assume that you both are not interested in acting responsibly and professionally, and willing to reverse its actual malice reporting. Yeah, no, they're not interested at all in acting responsibly and professionally. In fact, the entire mission statement of Tucker Carlson's show is to act irresponsibly and unprofessionally. Yeah, and that's just that's just. I think their worst
3: nightmare, Mm though, will be for Hunter to start talking to cameras because he's out. I mean, he's got. If you'll forgive me, big dick energy. Um, (laughs) And even though you know he's probably done some bad things in his life, he's just got magnetism like his dad. Mm -hmm. And I think the worst thing for them is going to be for him to actually go in front of the cameras and say, look, I made mistakes. Yeah. We all have. Mm-hmm. but I'm not actually trying to serve in my father's administration. I'm not actually trying to enrich myself off the presidency like the children of the former president or just whatever. Like, yeah. But these people have mounted this full on juggernaut against him just mm-hmm. trying to completely. And he's not. I, I mean, remember back before the election, I was like, well, I'm sure not going to vote for Hunter Biden. That <laughs> yeah, fucker. I mean, you know, like, <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. I mean, this has been, Hunter Biden was the centerpiece of Donald Trump's attempted theft of that election. Yep. Started with the Burisma thing and, and Zelensky. I've gone over this a bunch of times. We all know this. As for Mac Isaac, who's the guy who runs the computer fix-it shop in Delaware, an attorney for, yeah, cool. for Biden. Always have to be Lucky Charms. <laughs> uh, what is his name? John Paul Mac Isaac? An attorney for Biden sent a criminal referral for, to, for the repairman.
3: <laughs> That's four first names. Can we start just calling him Johnny for four first names? Johnny four <laughs> names. Yeah.
1: John Paul Mac <laughs> Isaac. Yeah. Four names. Uh, and so what happened to Mac Isaac is an attorney for Biden sent a criminal referral for the repairman to the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York. Quote, backing up Mr. Biden's files for any repair did not require Mr. Mac Isaac to review the contents of any such right. files, a lawyer for Biden wrote. Uh, yeah, and, and this, this whole story... It freaks me out because I have to bring my computer in on a semi-regular basis. I haven't done it for a couple of years, right? But I like Who to bring it in. Some that- fucking
3: libertarian neck beard is going to be like, "I'm going to fuck that Bob Seska up." <laughs> and, yeah, and download all your pictures of your Star Wars figurines naked. That's exactly right.
1: <laughs> yep. or just me laying naked with an arrangement of Star Wars action figures all around. That's, That's the one. That's a the bunch one. of pictures. Yeah, like you know that <laughs> picture of Burt Reynolds laying on the bearskin rug. There's yes. there's uh, one of me, but just surrounded that. by by Star Wars figures. That's
0: just <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, you with have the, to do that now.
3: <laughs> with like a Tie Fighter right in front of your junk.
1: Yeah, no, I will not be doing that.
0: <laughs> oh please. No. Oh. I'm
3: sorry. I actually have the most like worked out, best looking body of any of the three of us. <laughs> well, I don't know, Jody. I don't know about
2: that. that.
1: J- Jody is tight. Jody well, is, I uh, did
0: have that stomach surgery a couple of years back. Well,
1: so. I mean, for God's sake, your cardio is off the charts. So, yeah, yeah you're in great shape. You're in much, yeah, better, you shape. much better shape. You can bench
0: press them.
3: both of us, Bob. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, uh,
1: well, you know what? Look, it's all for show. None of this is functional. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. All right, we got to talk about some new uh, ridiculous laws coming out of Arizona and Arkansas. That's all coming up on the Shadow Docket show. Oh, you yeah, know, real quick, fun fact from Captain Obvious on Twitter: Donald Trump has paid more money for hookers than he's paid in taxes. This is not a joke. Yes, that yes. is
0: true.
1: Yep. Oh my so, god. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to throw that in. Plus, we got to talk to Jody about finding my roots and the Carol Burnett episode, which Kimberly and I just watched. And uh, and we've had we have I other. You didn't die your hair. <laughs> <laughs> we have other Carol Burnett news also. Uh, plus, I want to talk about this. Florida High School Athletics Board and what they're doing to Uh, uh, girl athletes.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Stand by for that. No. Don't say it, David. Don't spoil it. We got to get to it on the shadow (laughs) (laughs) dog.
0: Yeah. Suffice to say,
1: (laughs) it's fucking awful, as you can possibly imagine. All right, uh, that's all coming up on the Shadow Docket. That's on our Patreon page. If you don't know already, you can go to patreon.com slash show and get all kinds of great bonus content, including the Shadow Docket every Tuesday and Thursday. You get the after party on Fridays with me and Kimberly Johnson. Me and my Johnson. You also, <laughs> get, <laughs> you also get the ultimate edition of this show, of the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday shows, commercial-free, And including the Shadow Docket. So what you get is exactly the thing that we record every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. All in one big unit. If you've got like an hour and a half commute, you can start the show, and then by the end of the Shadow Docket, without having to touch your podcast player, you can hear everything right on through the Shadow Docket, right as you get to work or right as you get home. Perfect timing. Okay, patreon.com slash Show. Meantime, Summer.bandcamp.com. Jody Hamilton is at patreon.com slash fromthebunker. Have a great weekend. See you on the after party. Take care, folks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I got milked till I was 18 months. I walked up in Target, jerking on my mom's uh, uh, pants, and I bossed her around, and I said, Mama, titty.
2: And uh, she said, I think it's time to wean you because I was like pinching on her leg. That's a famous story she tells.